Welcome to the Bourbon Library, hosted by the Bayless Brothers. A spirited conversation always served neat as barrel proof of our family bond. Grab a glass. The episode starts now. The 12-year bourbon. Magic in a glass? Or is age nothing but a number? A question perhaps as old as time itself. We know that bourbon is an imperfect science. In fact, it relies on a set of X and Y variables that are only solved through constantly shifting factors like personal experience, taste preferences, and even time. This is not to say that it's all hocus pocus, because we know good and well, some very smart folks with sophisticated tools are creating some very delicious magic potions within a fraction of noticeable difference to even the most discernible taster. But for every perfectly aged juice, a sneaker sip drifts into our lives and the mystery deepens. What determines the perfect bourbon? It's simple, you do. That said, we wanted to propose an experiment loosely using the scientific method, well, at least the bourbon library scientific method, to hypothesize whether or not a 12-year bourbon against a qualified set of competitors, other 12-year bourbons, uh, were in fact superior bourbons, and which one was the reigning champion, at least in our bar. So (laughs) this is all to say we came up with an amazing excuse to drink a bunch of 12-year bourbons. More on that in just a moment. The Bourbon Library crew is very academic. My dad studied engineering at Purdue. Timmy studied partying at IU. Devin went to business school. Kyle has some form of education. Alec, well, Alec dropped out of art school, but he reads a lot of books. And I, Ryan, went to acting school where I learned to pretend like I had a real college degree. So, we like to approach our drinking scientifically, and we often propose a variety of experiments. What do we have? What are the nine bottles we're looking at here? So you have Calumet 12-year and Calumet 14-year. So the 14-year is not 12, but it's one to to possibly compare. Got it. We have three quarts 12-year. Uh-huh. And we have three quarts, 16 year, uh-huh. also as a possible comparison. Okay. Knob Creek 12 year, which uh-huh. we already know is awesome. Yeah. We have Remus 3 and 4. Uh huh. Both are 12 year. Both, they're both mixes of 11 and 12 year old. Okay. No, 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 no. You're wrong. <laughs> Series 4 is a 12 year, it's a blend of two 12 years. Oh, okay. Nashville's. Series three is an eleven and a twelve year. Got it. So that would be the comparison to this is this is straight twelve year. There you go. Remus repeal. Okay. Okay. So Remus repeal. We have a seventeen ninety two. Twelve year. Oh, yeah. And we have Weller twelve year. So can I say my vote? Which is Pappy twelve year so, that didn't get picked by Pappy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so are we agreeing that we're going to do a flight of four? Yes. But what we're talking about here is the, best, the best twelve years that we have. Hey, wait, why are we only doing four? <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to do a flight of six small pours? I mean, I'm having all of those today, so we can do this for the episode. <laughs> or I need to try the Calumet and yeah. The, let's yeah. Try, let's just try, try them all. So. After years of research, my dad hypothesized, and we were inclined to agree, 
that an 8 to 12 year old bourbon was an optimal bourbon. That is to say that 8 to 12 years of the juice sitting in a barrel, sort of anywhere in the rickhouse, was going to be most likely a pretty good bourbon. We decided to approach this very scientifically. From the bourbon library, my dad's actual home bar, where we had the distinct pleasure of bonding over these bottles. What we're gonna start with is the three cord, 12 bar, Calumet Farm, 12 year, Knob Creek, 12 year, Remus Repeal Reserve Series 4, which is 12 year. It's a blend of two mash bills. The um, 1792, aged 12 years, and then finished with the Weller, 12 year. Mm -hmm. Now, why is that order important? Because that's the order that Timmy and I would pick favorite to least favorite, right? Correct. To most favorite. It so is, this is your least favorite is three chord, right? Not the end. Well, twelve is your favorite, right? Okay. Still, and the reason the reason he, he hesitated on seventeen ninety two and twelve year. I can flip flop those. They're really both good. Yeah. Right. All right. So but when we did our and, twelve year and flight, since I, get, I can get this. I got the seventeen ninety two until I get like the twelve year boys. That's a hint, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, then maybe. <laughs> so we're doing. All right. So you guys have done a twelve year flight. Yep. This is what's this is what made you. Let's talk real quickly before we jump into trying these. Why twelve years? Why, in your opinion, is twelve years important? I, that I really don't know. Right? It's just some, become a magical thing. Yeah. So we got well. We knew Weller twelve year was good. We had the big bottle before, yeah, right? right? Yep. And then Knob Creek twelve year came out, and we tried it, and it was like holy crap. Yep. And then we started getting the Remus. Right? Timmy was finding it at Costco of all places, and we were trying that, and it was really really good. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the 1792, we were in Kentucky and we got a bottle of it yeah, and it we perfect. tried it at Timmy's house mm. and it was like, holy cow, this like is, sky. because there wasn't anything to compare to at the yeah, time. Right. Yeah. It was like the most amazing bourbon we ever had. As a matter of fact, we drinking did, the other ones brings you back in. Yeah. Right? When we got in. that bottle, we did a flight of those top four at my house. Yeah. And that, De you, me and Devin. And then, you and know, we, all the ones have come out with 12-year expressions that have been okay. They're not as good as those in our opinion, but they're... It's worth testing to For compare. whatever reason, 12 years seems to be a magical number. Now, my dad came to this conclusion based on his own personal preferences. You know, he, he discovered that the bourbons he liked tended to be in the 8 to 12-year range. So, this is not to say that all 12-year bourbons are good, as you will soon learn from our discourse, but that there is something meaningful about the impact of time on these special bourbons. And we wanted to give it a deeper dive and decide which 12-year bourbon was the best bourbon of the bunch. Say that 12 times fast. For obviously, if I made, if I made a recipe today and ate something 12 years, it's gonna taste like trash. So with a good recipe that you know that flavor is good, aged at 12 years sort, sort of seems like, obviously with a good tasting bourbon can be a sweet spot of what you guys like personally or what you would think is a taste. So that's a good question, right? Because mm -hmm. I, I have a very specific taste profile that I like. Mm -hmm. The caramel, butterscotch, chocolate finish mm -hmm. kind of area. <clears throat> and Knob Creek 12 year, incredible. Yep, I agree on that. The Remus has a, um, just has a really good flavor. It's a little more complex. Mm -hmm. It's not like very specific like Knob Creek is. 1792 is like butterscotch to me, perfect mm. butterscotch. And well, or 12 year, I mean, it has the chocolate, it has a little bit of caramel. Also, we should note that according to Papillon, well, or 12 year is what Julian Van Winkle keeps in his pocket almost all the time. 
He keeps one in his uh, he, in his his flask. flask his he flask. keeps well in twelve year, which is pappy, as you said, essentially. Yeah. Now, having said that, though, he was doing the initial tasting mm-hmm. of the Buffalo Trace first time fifteen mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and so it was magic. Magic. Yeah. First, let's talk about the scientific method, which we sourced from teacher.pas.rochester.edu. Introduction to the scientific method. The scientific method is a process by which scientists collectively and over time endeavor to construct an accurate, that is, reliable, consistent, and non-arbitrary representation of the world. Recognizing that personal and cultural beliefs influence both our perceptions and our interpretations of natural phenomena. We aim through the use of standard procedures and criteria to minimize those influences when developing a theory. As a famous scientist once said, smart people, like smart lawyers, can come up with very good explanations for mistaken points of view. In summary, the scientific method attempts to minimize the influence of bias or prejudice in the experimenter when testing a hypothesis or a theory. They use around four steps. Sort of depends on who you ask. One would be observation and description of a phenomenon or a group of phenomena. Two would be formulation of a hypothesis to explain the phenomena. Three would be use of the hypothesis to predict the existence of other phenomena. Four, of course, is performance of experimental tests of the predictions by several independent experimenters and properly performed experiments. Thank you to academia for that brilliant explanation. Now, to our experiment. So let's uh, let's try some. Yeah, so the three chords, the 12 bar, right? So that's that one's interesting. Um, what does 12 bar mean? It's a musical reference. The uh, Pat Benatar's guitar husband, Neil Giraldi. Well, Neil Giraldi is is the uh, (laughs) is the uh, force behind that. Are we doing rocks or neat? And he picked a distiller that happened to live in Jackson, Michigan. Oh, okay. So it's actually um, instead of. Moving the distillery to where Neil lived, he moved the distillery to where his master distiller lived. Right. Hmm. And so it's in Jackson, Michigan. So I'm doing just a slight pour into the rocks. Keep it light. Oh, you got to do more than that. You can't get it. There you go. And did you take a whiff? On oh, yeah. The, on the, so I it's think you should take a whiff on the, on the nose, The right? whiff was yeasty to me. Okay. So mm. three quarts has to be sourced, right? Because they haven't been in business 12 years. Yeah. And I think it was a Kentucky bourbon, right? Didn't we figure that? Isn't it a blend of Kentucky and um, Indiana? Don't uh, we think that the, the age is... When they say Indiana, Indiana, we assume MGP, right? Right. Yeah. Because of the age. Yeah, we don't assume. We know. Or maybe it's on my bottle. It's still in Kentucky that. and Tennessee. Kentucky and Tennessee, Indiana. not Indiana. So that means... We think it's... Uh, Barton and Dickel, Dickel. maybe? Probably. So okay. the, interesting. Whoa. The, the nose, right? But the nose out of the bottle. What did you think about the nose out of the bottle? Didn't yeah. love it. You have the cork, right? Uh, oh, I yeah. So to me, it's got a oh, definitely a yeasty, yeasty right? smell, yes. right? Yes. It's very yeasty. That's what I get to. That's how the Rick houses smell. Yeah, it smells like a Rick house. Yeah. Well, or if you've ever been to a bakery, a right? Yeah. Like sure. right? Sure. Like mm-hmm. these production bakeries, like maybe mm-hmm. Susan Job coached somebody in one. And Ferment, fermentation house. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Right. 
Something so, different. Not my cup of tea. Yeah, not my cup of tea. It is a lot. It's very tanniny, I think. Very tanniny. Yeah. Right? The nose is not very promising. You don't expect too much. Yep. The taste is not really good on the palate, but the finish is super good. It's it, it, the finish is better than is promised, mm -hmm. right? It tastes like a straight like. So I'm glad you guys are getting the same it's experience like, that I am, which is I would, I would, up front, you're like, this is not for me. Yeah, right? yeah. And that, but then as it finishes, you're like, well, I like that finish. Yeah, yeah. I can do I don't that love finish. it. I still don't love it. I, I appreciate the coconut flavor, which I think is a unique one. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's a little outside of my my preferred profile, but it's not it's, bad. What yeah. I would say, if I didn't know Ooh. the age statement, I would say it tastes Buttery young. Buttery coconut. Right? Yeah. Right. So, and the yeast is to me always when I can but, taste the yeast, I feel like I want to taste yeast you know, in my mind. I feel like it. But the nose, yeah, is, young might not be the, the nose right is way yeasty, to describe that, right? The nose is yeasty. It's not young. It's twelve years mm -hmm. old. It's yeah. not young. It, the nose is yeasty, right? It's. It, you know what would be interesting is to to have tasted the two different sourced bourbons mm -hmm. individually mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. see would right is that a combined flavor. Or is that dragon stronger from one? Yeah. So yeah, I, I like it for that nice. experience, and I like to share people, share it with people for that experience right there. But that's not something that I think I would drink regularly. And I think it's oh, something yeah. good to to have in your library or to yes. share with others, just so you can like compare, compare, well, and then you can take you get to taste new flavors. So because sometimes it does feel like. Caramel butterscotch, like you sweet corn. That's all. Right. That is very unique, and it kind of takes your palate somewhere else, so mm -hmm. you you understand what you like and what you don't like. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. So that was three chords. As you can tell, I didn't totally love it. I can appreciate the journey. Uh, I respect the idea that we should be looking at the nose, the taste on the palate, and the finish as three sort of different experiences, and we can have regard for different parts of those experiences. That said, did not love it. Hate to say that about a bottle. But this is for science. This is what this is all about. Next up is Calumet. I want you guys to take the nose on this this one. Yeah, okay. I, uh... Batch size, 19 barrels. Take, take the smell out of the bottle. Yeah, it's it's a 19 barrel, right? It's their black label, right, Craig? Yep. The 12-year black label, black rack. And, and so it's black rack is supposed to be taken from the heart. Wow, it's different. Of, of the warehouse, right? The, of the brick house. It's supposed to be the... That's what black rack is? That's what they say with this. 94 yeah. proof. Right. Calumet Farm. 12 years old. It has it has the 74% uh, corn, 18% very different rye. So different uh, than mash what, bill. yeah, mash What bill. do you think about that nose? Uh, you know I struggle to get a lot of out of the, okay. out of the it's, bottle. It's a little milder than the yeah. one. The other one had a strong yeast. Yeah, up front. this I'm one's a little milder. Out. Yeah, it's yeah. more mild to me. But okay. which is good. It doesn't have that overwhelming yeast smell. Wow. Oh yeah, I smell it. Now I smell it once it hit, once I had, it was more open oh, to my nose. The whole thing tastes like gum. It's crazy. A pink bubble gum. Yeah, pink bubble gum. Do I love that actually. <laughs> kind of Do fun. you really? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I love a good- I feel I taste the tannins for sure on the back, like- Yeah. Uh, 
finish is like kind of tanniny. And See, then I think the sweet bubble gum on the front. Yeah. See, oh, wow. the, the nose, I think it's like very promising. Right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, okay. Nothing like, crazy in there that you're not right. like or dislike. Yeah, maybe it kidding. tastes different this time. Than you don't get bubble gum? I get chewing bubble gum like little like fat square of bubble gum. Yeah, that's weird. I'm getting that white powder on it. Yeah, I've never smelled this before, but I'm getting the tobacco y. Really? Yeah. See, that's, that's, that's what I was saying. Black pepper on the nose. Smells like a cigarette. Smells like a cigarette to me. Well, they, yeah, they, but it doesn't smell like a bird, a smoke bird cigarette. Fresh cigarette. Fresh tobacco. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. See, I get that. I get. I've always question that when people say tobacco yeah when they're describing bourbon yeah i'm like i've never smelled it tastes like tobacco clove things not this one but i'm saying the the finish is very tobacco-y yeah and leather tobacco yeah yeah it's like we were talking about right yeah so my point with this is interesting you do get those tannins right in that in and so that's 12 years in the barrel right and you see the the difference the 12 years can make in the barrel. I think it's very promising on the nose. I think the taste pales to the nose. I think I, I think you like yeah. the nose much better. I like the nose better than 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 the taste. I thought the taste was fun. The more I was into, the more I drank, the less I enjoyed the bubble gumness. The bubble gum went it's away good. fast, and yeah. I got I'm, feels like I'm chewing on a cigar. I got yeah. no bubble gum at all. Yeah. Right and now, it's cigar. It's it's tobacco, tobacco and leather. It's the tan. I don't get the tobacco, but I don't know that I can look for tobacco. Same the way you can't look for stone fruit. Right. I, can't look, I don't really <laughs> want to have smoke or cigars. Closely or smelled a pack of cigarettes. No, no, no I, I know what that smell is. I think, but yeah, I never so, really. So the juxtaposed of the three chords for me. Yeah, in, is that the three chords fails on the nose, but the and on the palate is so so, but the aftertaste, the finish, I really like. Right? Yeah, I don't. This, I don't get much. Finish I like out of the this. nose, the flavor. It falls a little flat. Yeah, and the finish to me is very uh, tannin, very tobacco, very leathery. I'm getting and something I'm, sweet. And it's, and I, I'm not sure that I like it. It's kind of kind of oily. The texture's a little oily. Yeah, yeah. Buttery maybe. And something sweet I'm getting. It's that bubble gum. I'm I can't. Yeah. Maybe. It's on the front too. Yeah. So right so when you take a sip, you taste yeah. the sweet. You, yeah. you talk about Belgium and that. Like so Belgium. I was talking about the 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 is the 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 candy sugar, right? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like rock sugar, but it's not. I can't explain. Yeah. It. It's more buttery in that. I think that's what you're picking up. All right. Well. So with three chords, didn't love the nose, didn't love the taste on the palate. Frankly, it had an okay finish, an interesting finish. With Calumet Farm, what we thought was we had a very promising nose. And that initial flavor of bubblegum, or I, I actually think that the bubblegum flavor is similar to uh, the cigarette flavor that my dad uh, is talking about, the tobacco flavor. It's funny. What, what, what bourbon brand wants to be compared to a cigarette? But, uh, but you guys understand the point. And I think that um, it was promising. The flavor palette, the nose is promising. The flavor is promising. Overall, is it a sleeper hit? I don't think so. But good stuff. Very interesting to try. If you like a tobacco-centric bourbon, this might be a good one for you to give a taste. So what do you guys think about that? Do you like that better than Yeah, I like it better than three, three chords. chords. Yeah. Still not where I'm like now where I'm going. It's coming. I also know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah. For me, the hardest part about this flight is that I've had some of these bourbons 
and I've not had some of these bourbons. And the ones that I've had are some of my favorites. So I know where I'm going. The adventure lies ahead. And since we're experimenting, my dad has the Calumet 14 year. And we thought, what would an additional two years taste like with the same mash bill? I like that. Yeah, I've had this before and I do actually So like I think your dad probably, Whoa. I think the 14 is, What's is, the proof? is really different, right? Uh, it's got a better nose. Yeah. I mean, and I thought that has a good nose. 74% corn, 18%. So it's the same mash bill. Mm -hmm. What's the proof? I'm looking. 96.2. So that was 90. You got the core crane. 4.7 or something? Uh, yeah, 94 proof. 94. 94. Yeah. Um, I love this bottle shape. I'm getting the cigarettes. Oh, I like the tape. No cigarette. No, no. And this is, it's better even. It's nice. It's really nice. nice. Every, every bourbon likes when it's described as a cigarette. <laughs> well, some people like cigarettes, so. Yeah, that's true. See, this has more you of a sweetness You don't want to be described looking it. like a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> than the other, don't you think? That's easy drinking, I think. That's nice. That's nice. It's kind of like if echinacea was good. Oh, but that's loosely connected. That's all, only because that's the only word I can think of. Oh, now I'm getting excited because we're down to our next, our last four bottles. Yeah. Which are which really our top. Four, this is right? our top four that we would have picked if we were going to just do. four. If we were just going to do four, I think these would have been the four. I yeah, appreciate I that though that we 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 now that we've extended I, that, so it's not just the greatest hits. We're looking at other twelve. Twelve year in my mind. Now I'm halfway through, so I don't know. But 12 years is like a, maybe it's not so magical after all. I don't know. Oh, I, mean, I think it relies on the comments good after you try these. Well, no, but I bourbons. know these are good. These I'm just saying these, these might just be special regardless of the year. These are good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would call these the four best bottles in my collection. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I would got say it. that Knob Creek. Knob Creek. Yeah, it not, does. In, in, uh, yeah. Knob Creek 12. So yeah, so it. the Knob Creek 12, right? Knob Creek, all their expressions are 100 proof. 100 proof. Right? They're not, uh, that's a Jim Beam. Jim Beam. That's a Jim Beam shtick. Jim Beam then, Premium. Is this so. freshly opened? Knob Creek 12 year is a most excellent bourbon. It really got on our radar after my dad tried it and compared it to Three Boys, which he loves. Nice chocolatey finish, some great caramel flavors in there. This is a fun one, and I'm glad we're at this point in our journey. So yeah, yeah the Knob Creek 12 year is just—I think it's a—it's—it's a, it's a good 12 year that, that that every man can get for you know <laughs> a reasonable price. Uh, Sixty bucks. Yeah, I mean, could it be less? Yeah, could it be more? Yeah, maybe. Oh, so yeah. I think it's just right on. Damn it. No, I like the market. Right <laughs> Chocolate. That's great. Chocolatey oh, wonderfulness. Oh, it's real good. Well, see, oh, on, on the nose, I get like the pancakes and, 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 and sugar and brown, you know. It makes me so the, happy. The brown sugar, right? Maple? Ma yeah. After a while, when you're, when you're tasting different stuff, you start to feel like you're losing your mind. You're like, maybe I don't like this. And then you, pop, you have pop open the Knob Creek 12, and you're like, oh, no, this is good. This is what I like. That's where my head's at. Yeah, so you got so on Alan, the front end, you get a little bit of the tannin, whatever. Yeah. And it just, so just much opens quickly up. dissolves yeah. it's right away. Yeah, the last and one, and the tannins are like, yeah, yeah it's good. Water. I think you just need to clean the palate. It's interesting, too, because it's, it's different flavor. Than any like profile than most of what I like, but it is just such a good fun. Well, and and they're hundred proof, right? There so is. they come mm -hmm. in at that really nice. I mean, they're like hitting. They're they're like 
Let us take a survey. That's a good idea. Let's have another one. Twelve year. Oh, a lot wow. of people like this twelve year. This eight to twelve year seems to be a sweet spot yeah, for people. Yeah, real now. The twelve. Oh, oh, the the color from the barrel and that is good. Oh, the sweetness. Oh, that that that's good. Oh, the proof. Yeah, somewhere between ninety five hundred. Well, hundred proof. Okay, that's good. You get the point. Timmy's making. The good folks at Jim Beam or Knob Creek, they have got this down to a science. They understand that there is something going on with that 8 to 12 year range that creates a special flavor. If all these other factors are done right, it creates a special flavor. And Knob Creek 12 is just really in the sweet spot. But we're on a journey, a flavor journey, and we're moving forward now to one that Tim and my dad have talked about for months, Remus. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I'm a believer. So do you get the stone fruit in there? Or do yeah. You, do you get everything that you want a bourbon to be? Yeah. Right? Yep, absolutely. At 12 years, right? Yep. Apricot. And it's 100 proof, right? So you get dried apricot. But I think it's peach. I think it's I think it's more than just the years It's still, very though. complex. I think What's it's a great mash bill, a great blend. Right. A lot, a lot of, of other factors. factors. I can't just. Say. I can't relate to the apricot because I don't know if I've ever had one. Right. I almost when we were in the store today. I almost walked for references. I was like, when we were shopping together, I was I was like, I'm gonna buy dried apricot, dried cherries. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I almost I almost I saw did. you looking at the cherries. You saw me looking at And I was like, because this All is gonna be the flavor comparisons for those people that, that don't know that finish. flavor. Yeah. I can't mm. tell you what. It's got a little, little something kind of spicy in the middle there. It's like a, I would argue that this is a, a perfectly nice dessert bourbon. I wouldn't have this at dinner. I would have this after dinner with my dessert. I would drink this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but the texture, initial texture, mm -hmm. where other, other ones had kind of a tannity that dissolves into a good taste. Yeah. This one is like right buttery. Out of the game. Yeah. It's soft, mm -hmm. right on your tongue. It's super soft. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there it is. Nuts. Yeah. I'm getting nuts. You got that? Butterscotch and nuts. Nutty, right? And it's like a hazelnut oh, kind of nut, right? It's man. not an almond. It's not a. It's like a hazelnut to me. It's a sweet nut for I'm sure. Totally behind you guys, but I'm glad I waited a little wow. longer on this remus because now the flavor is so wonderful. Like a freaking horse burst oh. of fruits and. I mean, like again. These last three, my favorite bourbons of 2020. His favorite bourbon of 2020. That's right. Timmy says that the 12 years, particularly the Remus, the Knob Creek, the 1792 and the Weller 12, the original four that we intended to try for this experiment are his favorites of 2020. I get that. Now, as we continue to drink this flight, things tend to get a little bit more chaotic. That's the fun part. We're down to the final two, 1792 12-year and Weller 12-year. Devin's joined us, by the way. That is so good. One thing I'm excited about. So once again, I'm behind, but I did pour the 1792 12-year. Instantly smelled pecan right away. It's pecan, yeah. it's pecan baked onto something. It was like the very first smell I had. Yeah. Butterscotch or pecan. 
or like a well, it's butterscotch or it's 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 brown sugar that's got that little. It's that's not, it's saying, not caramel. It's, like, it's a it's a sugary. It's like a cinnamon roll that has it's that like creme brulee. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, top sugar. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Top yeah. And now I'm getting my favorite part of 1792 year. Which is a Dr. Pepper flavor that I get. Oh, yeah. That's the cherry. That's the stone fruit. Cherry. That's the cherry. It's a little bit of cherry. It's not overwhelming no, I get it at too. all. So if you're someone that doesn't too. like cherry, it's mm. not overwhelming at all. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like a hint that's like. But it's so buttery, buttery right? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So, so you guys understand why I say that when you see this and you go, I don't need it. Get it, grab you it. You buy it for your Uncle Tim and you buy it for your <laughs> And in, in, in that no, order. This is one you got to have. Order. You got to get your money. Right. Dr. Pepper. If you find it, you got to have it, right? As I mentioned before, I knew the journey we were going on. I knew the mountain peaks we were going to climb. And now here we are. We're laying our flag down. It's Weller 12 year. So, hold on, wait. On the nose, I just smell warm, inviting, buttery, caramely. Going a little further. If, yeah. I, I haven't tried it yet, by the but I think you can get chocolate out of this one that you don't get out of the 1792. Right. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. You're always so. looking for chocolate. I am. Yeah. You just want chocolate. Yeah. This yeah. man wants chocolate. Give this man chocolate. I want the whole There's turtle. There's a reason, right? I want the turtle that has you the chocolate, the caramel, <laughs> and the nuts. Like this, <laughs> not just the caramel. I have a potential idea. Mixing 1792 12 year with Weller 12 year would be a turtle. A caramel. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? What are those called? Turtles. Just turtles. Yeah. Just going to pause for a second to indulge myself. I really think you should be paying attention to the rest of this episode. My dad gets more and more joyful. He loves Weller 12 year. He loves 1792 12 year. But more importantly, this is the first time today, this conversation, that we were all together. And we're behind his bar that he built. It's amazing. I got, I got something to say. This, has a this has a sweet smell to it, right? Timmy, tell us your experience before, because I have something to say. I'm curious. That's I, it. That's why going through So my experience up. has been this. There have been times when I've had these things side to side, and I've gone, yeah, the Weller 12-year, that's the shit. Yeah. And then I've had it, and I've been like, the 1792 12-year, that's the shit. That's what I'm feeling. So the that's thing amazing. is, I go, I have gone back and forth, but the thing is, the Weller 12-year, the Weller is a weeded bourbon. Yeah. And I, I tend to lean that way, yeah. but... 1792 is definitely a, a, an established rye bourbon, right? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's, amazing, it's right? amazing how you're getting a similar caramel, chocolate, nutty flavor. Well, I think it comes from barreling and that comes from corn, right? Wheat, right? The sweetness, right? But the wheat has this other complexity, right? That's a little bit different. Yeah. It's more the. I, more, I just remember when we did the 12 year flight, when you and I and Devin mm -hmm. and Kyle did a 12 year flight. Maybe Kenny was there, right? Nope. Especially no. after your mouth is numb uh, from alcohol. We were all like, the Weller, Weller one. We're thinking Weller, well, it's going to be okay. We know it's good. Is it really going to be as good as these other ones we tried? And we well, got to the end and we tried all it. afraid it wasn't going to be as good as 1792. And we tried it and it was and like, the, wow. The 1792 that night was better. All right, no. here's a question, though. No. So. Of this flight, tonight, today... My vote was 12 year. Of this okay. flight, was what are our votes? Favorite, favorite well, one? I think uh, it went well, the, well, I, well. Really? Yeah, I mean, I think it went in the order that we presented mm -hmm. it. I, tonight, yeah, tonight yeah, maybe, maybe tonight. 
But I got to tell you, there are times, again, when I think that's 1792. And, and tonight is pretty They're close. close. They're so close. 1792 has a flavor. I don't know what it is. But there's like, it's like when you drink something, you're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But you find yourself thinking about it. You know, like a good movie when like, you're like, I don't know what I thought about that movie, but you're like, can't stop thinking about it. And you're like, that was amazing. It's a so, little more drinkable. Well, the year 1792 for me is that where like, I was like drinking the weather, but I can't stop thinking about the 1792. Right. So the other I, ones I were, some of them were. To me, it's, if you take, uh, just want to try it both, you know, caramel, pecan, praline, yeah, right? And break them apart. And you say, okay, I want you to take this flavor and yeah. make it into a bourbon. Yeah. Mm. Without mm. without it tasting like yeah, sugar. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> it's still bourbon. Right? Yeah. It's a, how, yeah. How do you do that? It's a Saturday morning. 1792 is has a, a little bit less bite than the Lover. Yeah, the Lover has got a great bite. And it's got, right? We're not arguing it, a little bit. So, so uh, you know what? I don't know if you influenced me or not, but now after ha taking another, I had it neat, and then I put a, put what was left in my glass mm -hmm. on the rocks and having a little water opening it up. That's because you still got a little 1792 in there. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> 1792, right? Wow. It's the best I need to try it. Where's the Weller 12? I'm going to do a little neat. I got to really know because I don't know right so now in my heart which one is better. Listen, you don't need big excuses to steal my will or 12. <laughs> you just gotta replace it. You just gotta replace it. I, do a I, job. I provided I the a little bit neat, too. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait a minute. One more capsule. I gotta have some more on the ice to compare. <laughs> for, for scientific reasons, I should drink more. I, yeah. This yeah. is for science, Dan. Wait, we're testing the It's out, right? science! As expected, we all had very different conclusions. But since I'm the host of this episode, Mine gets to be the most conclusive. I love a good 12-year bourbon, especially Knob Creek, Weller, and 1792. But it is my opinion, based on our extensive research, that it's not necessarily the age statement that creates these optimal bourbons. In fact, some of our flight didn't even work for me. Sorry, three chords. Listen, this is what I do know. Time in the barrel matters. At least for now, until they figure out some crazy molecular level science to make a 12-year bourbon taste out of a six-month bourbon. Which I think they're getting close to, to be honest. But to conclude that the 12-year bourbons are the best in the bunch purely because they spent more time in the magic place between grain and glass just doesn't cut it for me. As Paul Holetko from Few so wisely said to us, you can't taste an age statement unless you lick the label. Age matters. But so does Mashbill. Rickhouse placement, what room you are sitting in when you taste it, and what you ate that day, and how many others you have tasted beforehand. And in our case, that was quite a few. One thing I can say definitively, and I know the whole damn library crew agrees, of the 12-year bourbons we've had, Weller 12 remains the reigning champion. To wrap, first, to wrap the 12 year up, yes. to be, let's be honest, they're different and both they're both delicious. delicious. But yeah. the fact is, yeah. the 12 year Weller and the 12 year 1792 are a different league than everything else we tasted. Although Remus is close, Remus is and Knob Creek 12 is Knob close. Creek is close. Everything else, differently. Yeah. The top, so, but the, that leads the, me to the believe top. that the year doesn't matter still. The year is a marketing thing to some extent. I mean, the year is a fact. But the, so the mash bill, I think the mash bill, the place where it's in, the, the, the yeah, brick house, where it's yeah, in, yeah, there's all so of them many factors. factors. Yeah. And, and yes, the years have some impact. 
But I, I think that's just a hell of a good. Seventeen ninety two is a delicious bourbon. Yeah, but it's way better at twelve years old. Well, yeah, I, I don't think, know. I, I, I don't think you can say small batch. I don't think you can say twelve year. I don't think you can say twelve doesn't matter. The year doesn't matter. I, I, it's, it's one just of the factors. Yes, like anything else. Yeah. So you're I saying agree. this is a important, not as yeah. important as all the other ones. No, no, no. no. So longer in the you barrel. Can, you could say that with any I, other factor. Like, okay, char is this the magic? My only argument is that twelve isn't the magic thing. I think it is. It's an accumulation of the different factors, and twelve might is a factor sometimes. I think Nashville, but it's all those things. I'm gonna, but these, the what we've had tonight, they all come together, right? Of the twelve year of a good mash bill, of all these different things that make them. Here's good. the most important point. This is about ten years was pretty good. They're all arguable. Yeah, leave. About which one's actually the best, but yeah. they're all fucking incredible. Yeah. So that's that, my friends. We hope you've enjoyed our experiment, and we'd love to hear what you think. What's your favorite 12-year bourbon? Run your own tasting experiment and let us know. Send pictures, shoot us an email, shout it out on Facebook. We love hearing from you. We very sincerely do. And we love being able to sip the good stuff right alongside you. So cheers to bourbon, family time at home, and the bourbon library, a gift that just keeps on giving. And in the beautiful final wishes from my grandfather, Grandpa James Hudgens. Many happy days ahead. As always, please lift your glass and recite with me. To drink is to live. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you heard, kindly take the time to rate and review our show wherever you're listening. It will help us grow and make more episodes. Remember to follow us on Spotify and tell your friends about the Bourbon Library. Do you have a bourbon you think we should try? Let us know, and we might just feature it on a future episode. And we'll be sure to give you a shout-out. If you're listening from Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts, turn on those notifications so you know when we drop a new episode. All right, bourbon lovers. Until next time. To drink is to live.